Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 302 for Monday, April 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we have Jesse Brown. Hey, yo. <laughs> and Bradley Vichino. Hey! <laughs> oh, how are you doing, Derek? Oh, <laughs> There boy. was the pregnant pause. <laughs> Well, I didn't hear a thing from you. I don't know if that was something on my end. Whatever. <laughs> That's what I was like. No, I, was I, like, I, I agree. I didn't hear Jesse respond at all. Just crickets. I, yeah. I looked. Jesse had I looked, no response. And if I you looked, did, it was too quiet, Jesse. It didn't pick up hell, on your dude, mic. My, my waveforms are peaking. I'm peaking on okay. my end. Okay. Because I looked over. Think, I was looked over. I looked well, over and I, I looked. The listeners know. The listeners know at this point. Yeah, no, they don't, though, because you edit me. So what's going to happen is you're going to go back and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna edit my channel where I go, hey and then yeah. you're going to be like, I don't know what happened. I'm going to make it just a fart noise. Yeah, that's exactly what you're going to do. I remember it was like we were like 200 episodes in before I was like, do you edit some of the stuff I say? And you're like, oh, yeah, definitely. And I was like, what? You don't not just like leave me unfiltered that. on the not mic. Not malicious, not maliciously. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. But I like, I make like a joke idiot. that's like wild, <laughs> wildly too crass. Just like when like, you go oh, on your deep dump. state rants about yeah. who killed John F. Kennedy, <laughs> and we're like, no, we can't talk about that here. The FBI is listening. Yeah, you're really adamant my, about the moon people too. My that's like, FBI, we know, the lizard dude. people, and fuck. I told yeah. you that I was the okay. same race. Got a lot of, I told uh, you. I told you that I was the same race as Mark Zuckerberg. It's going to be another one of Lowe's, Brad. I'm going to have to chop this one up. He is. <laughs> okay. I tell you, if, if, if you guys are getting any bit of this, just know that. <laughs> no, if anything, no, because it's going to make me sound crazy. Because you guys are like, Jesse won't stop talking about the deep state. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm more like I make jokes about farts and butts and Derek yeah. cuts them out. Sometimes Jesse gets a little. T- oh no, no! It's always it's just when you, you cross the line of like you're, disgusting, you're, like you're bloody disgusting. You're constantly trying to take away my butt farts, and when it when it gets when it gets bloody disgusting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean that's it's that's normal. Yeah. I mean, uh, comedy is like spaghetti, you know, like throwing throw at, jokes you against the wall. Throw it at a wall. Yeah, yeah he. Yeah, not everything sticks. sticks. It does. Not everything it sticks. does for me when Derek's the not. The stuff that doesn't stick gets cut to the. Uh, gets eaten by the rats. Floor. Derek is sticking me, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to. Trust me, you will not be stuck at all this episode so far. You haven't said a single thing. I haven't that said a single cut bad out. thing <laughs> that you would have taken from me. This is a podcast about games, people who like them, people who play them. We've been playing Elden Ring almost exclusively. Jesse and I have been playing it uh, just about every waking moment. Um, yeah. Pretty much anytime both of us aren't working, we're playing Elden Ring together, which is oh, yeah. wild that we've managed to play, I'd say, a good chunk of this game now co-op. Like, oh, yeah. straight up, pure co-op, like... Let's do this in your world. Let's do this in my world. We've yeah. got it down to such a science now where it's like, is your fr- where's your finger? It's more about, yeah. like, the only barrier that we have in our way is, like, where – how do we where's identify my, landmarks yeah. around us? <laughs> <There's> <laughs> so tell each other times, where we are. Yeah. There's so many times where I'm like, are you at the bottom of the hill or the top of the hill? And you're like, I'm at the top on the right underneath the tree. And I'm like, the first tree or the second tree? And you're like, I only see one tree. And I'm like, where I'm standing, there are at least three trees. And you're like, well, oh, you're on the other hill. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That's exactly it. Uh, and so, actually, it's made some interesting little uh, bits of 
I don't know, not nostalgia. What's the word? Uh, when something has sentimental value to oh, some yeah. of those little spots that we've uh, in 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 areas that we've frequented, where it's like I'm at the usual spot, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah we we got our usual spots now, all scattered all over the world. One of our um, most famous spots is there's uh, an area very famous. early on in Gary, Indiana, where there's yeah. uh, a black dragon <clears throat> who's guarding a bridge. And yep. so what we do is uh, on, you go on the far side of the bridge where it's over a chasm and then you put it, there's enough of a lip on the bridge that you can walk out it. And then there not are like these giant though. stone murals. Horse. Yeah, definitely not on your horse. So <laughs> what we'll do is we'll like run out because uh, in the very beginning when we were novices, we didn't realize that you could, you know, set passwords and stuff to like keep other people out of your world. So yeah. we, we've definitely had a lot of wild experiences with making sure we're getting the you know, the proper places and actually summoning mm-hmm. each other. Because before we were like, all right, I, I see your name. And you're like, all right, I'm summoning you. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm in Gary Busey's world. This isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the, the player model of the person you're playing with is literally a one for one recreation of Gary Busey somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and he bows to you and then you feel obligated to stay there and help him. And you're like, I yeah. got to help him fight the dragon. and got to and- help the Buse. Yeah, so then so, now what we do is we use GGG as our password, but surprisingly, a lot of people <laughs> use GGG. We have, yeah, so uh, when you open up, okay, so if you go into the the menu, the select multiplayer, and then press triangle, that pops up the set password thing, and it defaults to having the cursor on G. So you can just tap X three times, and then press circle, and then you're good. Um so yeah, it seems like other people have gotten smart to that because when yeah. Jesse and I were, were going through the depths of the uh, capital city, we kept summoning like these two people, and the yeah, moment they they'd enter the their world, face. they would just immediately cut their finger off, which is like leaving their world, leaving the world. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything's finger related, which I love. Everything's it's finger always, related, which I hate. It's all fingers. <laughs> you got to leave your finger on the ground, and you got to summon a finger, and it's always about yep. the twin fingers and. Where I constantly am, Derek loves my finger talk. Fuck the two fingers, fuck the three fingers, fuck all the fingers, fuck the, uh, fucking... This is is my life. Derek just constantly talking about finger fucking. (laughs) Non-stop. (laughs) (laughs) I did it, Jesse. You did did what? You did what? I completed the mage storyline, to my knowledge. I think I've done it all. Is that where the castle that we were exploring... No. Oh, okay. Uh, last night I stayed up till 4 a.m. going to strange new worlds uh, that seemed only accessible through the quest line Mate. that I've already done, which kind of blew work. my mind. Um, and I got, yeah, I did a lot of mage work. I got a cool mage sword, and I've, I think I got married. I think uh, in <laughs> Elden Ring I'm, I'm married now. So I'm no longer maidenless, which oh. is cool. Oh, um, you're gonna want to file an addendum to your taxes if you've already filed. See, the them. thing is, she yeah. made me sign a few papers at the start, so instead it's all she taken made you care sign of. a prenup. I didn't really, I didn't read the fine print or anything, but I mean, it seemed As seemed you legit. Never should. She said, okay. uh, "Would you uh, like to?" With and I was finger. like, "There was an option, <laughs> yes or no." Yeah. And I said yes, and that, I mean, I guess that was full rights uh to my likeness custody to any children uh all my assets hopefully she doesn't chop her finger off like all the other ones (laughs) yeah that's exactly what's gonna happen you're gonna think life is going great she's gonna (laughs) cut her finger off she's gonna be like i want out of this relationship i literally i literally (laughs) slid a ring upon her finger in there was a cut scene and everything that was like 
hey, you're married now, almost. Only one, basically. only one way to get that off from here. And then she's what like, if your <laughs> accidentally gets cut off, though, does that mean that you are you're still divorced? <laughs> oh shit! Damn it! I'm divorced now. <laughs> yeah. You no, just but fade on, away like, from on the a, world on accident, though. Like yeah. she was, it like wasn't chopping on an wood. Anger. Yeah. <laughs> Something, some catastrophic accident happened, and her finger accidentally got severed, and all of a sudden, you know. She disappeared. But no, she basically world. said, uh, she basically said, hey, we're married now. I'll see you at the end of the game. And then winked and then vanished. So I do um, not believe I'm she excited said, for I'll the- see you at the end of the game. <laughs> 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 Fucking kissy <laughs> winky emoji. <laughs> not see- yeah, exactly. She said, ooh. <laughs> she said, ooh, ooh. I'll see you at the end of the game. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm kind of ready and willing to kill all of the other usurpers and motherfuckers who keep asking me to like represent their cosmic deity as Elden Lord. I just um, say yes to everybody. I'm a total yeah, slut. <laughs> I'm not doing I that anymore. There's literally an NPC yesterday, uh, or the day before, Brad, where uh, we arrived at a new area and I talked to him and I'm like, this guy, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy. And Jesse's like, you're gonna what? And then I went <laughs> yeah. into Jesse's world wearing the guy's equipment. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like he wasn't the same guy. Yeah, he was. He was a good boy. I mean, so if you go into Jesse's game, game, is that guy still there? But yeah. you're wearing his armor. Yep, yes, I'm standing next 100%. to him wearing his, his exact armor. Out of curiosity, <laughs> could you attack that NPC in my world? Like, if no. you join me as oh, all okay. NPCs are unattackable by uh, visitors. They just look I like ghosts say, to me. That would be a real game-breaking thing if you're like, wow, I want to do a no NPC kill. I'm pretty sure you could do that in the previous Souls games. Like, I don't know though. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I I could be completely wrong. I know I've heard that story uh, before. I had a buddy. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, I was I was just gonna say I I had a buddy who did attack an NPC, but he was actually playing on my account, and it ruined my game forever. It was uh, it was an NPC that actually um, in the very first Dark Souls was it Solaire of Astoria? It's the, no, it's the it's there's a lady in a rat tunnel who's like behind a caged wall, so you can't get to her per se, but you can still hit her. Um, but she sells an oh. item because later in the game you find all those little yeah. I know dudes. exactly who you're talking about too. And she sells they, humanity. Yes, and if you in if uh, you die by curse when you respawn, you respawn yep. with half of your health. And there's oh a consumable you have yep. to get in order and to remove that. She's the only that one that sells set. it. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and this, yeah, and one that of my sucks. buddies who was playing on my account meant to talk to her and hit her on accident because he hit the wrong button. And so instead, <laughs> she just backed up like 15 feet away from the cage. And then each time when you got by her, she's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> 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 I'm like, please, just sell me something. Me? I need my health back. <laughs> These games are, can be so obtuse and wild sometimes. So I'm like trying to make sure that there's no loose ends uh, so that my intended uh, ending or like intended, I guess not en- like you're intending. I, I want I want this world to go a certain way. And I, there's a lot of people meddling with it. So I want to just start clearing the board a bit. I feel like we're in that part of the, the, the game now. But yeah. that said, we keep finding massive new zones with like a trillion bosses in them, uh, mm-hmm. and our maps aren't even like fully revealed yet. Last no. night, wow! I found Not a whole new close. zone last night. I found a whole new zone from because of the mage work, and it's like, uh, what the fuck? It's underground. I've, it's called. It's a big lake of of scarlet rot, and it's I've gross so and stinky. Um, but it's yeah, it's so much. I uh, I'm, and I'm already thinking about like 
alternate paths to take with my alt character. Like, I want to be a faith blaster and, like, use my faith fists to punch God's might into my enemies. Um, or be a sneaky boy. Like, there's some wild PvPers who do some freaking weird shit. And it's like, they'll stab themselves with a lightning saber through the mm-hmm. heart. Blood will gush out of their butt. And then suddenly like, wow, they'll shoot a laser. Fight. <laughs> suddenly they'll shoot a laser and kill everyone <laughs> within a five mile radius. Yeah. <laughs> they'll just laser all the, or like they'll somehow uh, have two spears that can attack 30 feet distance basically. Um, and immediately cause you to bleed to death. Uh, there's some real fuck- madness. Feckers. Madness is a real big one. I constantly oh, get killed yeah. by somebody who's like, "Hey, I entered your world," and then all of a sudden they're like, "Laser eye, laser." Yeah, eye. they. But it doesn't matter where you're at because it goes across worlds. So you could be. It's like, you know, you're in the middle of a, a field fighting a dragon, and all of a sudden they come into your world, and you're like, "I." There's literally no cover. I'm fucked. And then yeah. they spawn, and you're like, "I'm gonna sprint away," and you're like, "Man, I can't even see them on my map." And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a laser beam and just. <laughs> comes out of nowhere and just cuts your health all the way to nothing. Yeah. Like, well, that was fun. That was a good fight. I appreciate <laughs> we, that. At this point in this in these areas that Jesse and I have been playing in, uh, it's basically like every maybe ten minutes we're invaded by somebody. Uh, and if we're Damn. not, it feels weird. If we're not invaded now, I'm like every time I'm like it's it's too quiet, man. <laughs> we're due. Yeah. We're past due. Yeah. We're way overdue for that, a stink. And man. I think you got you gotta put a you gotta get at me on Discord next time you guys you could are be with and, us and are getting invaded because I wanna I wanna see them invasion streams again because that's the funniest shit ever <laughs> is when you guys are fucking screaming at some <laughs> random person not trying right. to kill them and not we're, die yourself. We're turning into like we're here. Uh, we're turning into gravestones and trees and spectral deer and just kind of trying to fit in. Yeah, there we, we there's Using a lot of fun little tricks and tree tricks of the trade. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's been so fun though. I, I've been enjoy, enjoying it so much, even though we're definitely like going at a slower pace. Like, Dude, for sure. I hope uh, I hope but, the next Witcher game has some sort of co-op oh, that'd be so multiplayer cool. like this. Gosh. You know, yeah. speaking of which, big news, they've oh, yeah. announced that uh, Witcher is in development, a new Witcher game, uh, just as Brad just said. A new saga. New, yeah, a new saga, saga featuring the school of the Lynx. And if you're not I, aware, that is some cool lore right there. We got Lambert. You know, you guys remember Lambert? Everyone's best pal, yeah. Lambert? Was it, was well, he the old dude who taught you how to be you? No, that's Vesemir. That's Vez. Lambert was oh. the one who went off with uh, the, the the wizard lady, or the mage lady. Uh, Not the, the one that I killed, right? He was kind of a smarmy smartass. Yeah, I think it's the one you killed. So oh, I think... no. Anyways, well, uh... they head off to the new world to form the school of the Lynx. Um, though that might be later. First, I think they go north, way north. It's like one of the only stories that takes place in that world after Geralt and like after the the, the saga, um, and uh, yeah, it's he makes the a new school, the school of the links. It's wait, do you think the, you won't play as Geralt? Do you think you'll play as somebody else? Oh no, yeah, you're, oh, not, yeah, playing you're not playing as Geralt. Geralt's Geralt's story is Geralt's was man concluded now. in all wrapped uh, up. Blood and three, wine. yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, I never played any of the expansions. That's why. 
you're that's such I a know shame. I'm a they're basically like whole new shit. games. They're releasing a next gen update to the game. Oh, that's Actually, so I don't tempting. yeah. I'd probably so get that. So I'm PS5. holding off until that comes out. Um, and I'm going to play through that curious. again, I think. I I would love it if I could start the game at the beginning of what Blood and Stone or something Blood and Wine you, and there's a do stone that. something or other too, right? You can do that. Uh Hearts Hearts of Stone, Hearts Blood of and Wine. Stone. Are those the two pretty expansions? Sure. Yeah, pretty sure you can okay. do that. I'm pretty sure you can like play just the expansion. At least <laughs> I'm not sure now. But they're the they're thing. so fucking good. They're basically games in them in and of themselves. Like uh, they're uh, they're self-contained enough to be games in and of themselves. Especially yeah. Blood and Wine. Blood and Wine is like its whole its own whole campaign. I um, sh- yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that again because I I spent like 250 hours playing the yeah, base game and like Hearts of Stone, Death March. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's called. Death that. March. Oh my yeah. god! By the time I got to Blood and Wine, I got like ten hours in, and I was like starting to get burnout because yeah. I had spent like three and a half months <laughs> <laughs> playing. Yeah, I could totally see that. Oh man! I did Jeez. see uh, one of the things that they're doing though is they're ditching their own engine and they're uh, hopping on the Unreal Five engine. Unreal Five. Thank looks God! Really nice. Yeah, yeah oh I my agree. God. I think that was one of their 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 downfalls with uh, Cyberpunk. I think if they had, uh, yeah, instead of and honestly, in their own engine. the Red Engine looks fine. Like Cyberpunk, like I said, Cyberpunk like update. it is Cyberpunk the Cyber best. Update. It is the best, um, like urban, open world environment I've ever played in. It does feel lived in now that they've kind of fixed most of the like most egregious bugs yeah i was gonna ask yeah. like how is the the gameplay experience now do you notice a, a dramatic difference or is it yeah. really just no uh, there's I, oh. a dramatic performance increase is there is it still uh bug infested even with little <laughs> no. bugs little no. things okay so, no it's not there there's the occasional engine glitch where like I'll hit somebody with a baseball bat and they'll fly through the air either like in slow motion or <laughs> spinning faster than <laughs> yeah, yeah, <the> <laughs> nano just nano yeah. machines uh, yeah whatever I, but that's different that's that that's that's like an acceptable level I'm I'm more yeah. like game breaking bugs where like you're fighting a boss and all of a sudden they get caught in the middle of thin air like they're just standing there no just like saying their shitty quips where they're like yeah. i'm gonna beat <laughs> your ass that hasn't happened to me <laughs> um but to be honest i di- haven't done the main quest so okay. <laughs> all I the side quests things. have I, I will say all the side quests have worked I just say, fine have, no no that, cheese going on there that's good one of my other favorite bugs was when i like i went to call my car and it was like all right car's coming up because you can call your car like you would call Mm -hmm. roach in the old witcher games and it just kind of drives up it's got some sort of autonomous system but the first time i one of the (laughs) times i did i was outside of a house and it it drove up it drove past me and then it drove into the fence that was surrounding the house and then it started to glitch because it got caught in the fence. So it just started doing one of those like, yeah, yeah, and just like so that... you could see the physical damage go to like ten percent health. And then it finally broke out of the side of the garage. And then it ran me over. 
And then it exploded and killed me. Oh, yes. That, that, that's, that's pretty intense. I <laughs> yeah. have had some vehicle glitches, but nothing quite as catastrophic as that. <laughs> but still, that that's sounds... Total meltdown. Yeah, that, that, was, that was one like of the worst I'd ever seen. Kind of a fun experience, though. Yeah, that actually hilarious. Oh, yeah, I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset because I love that I have the story forever. Like, I wasn't like, man, this game's a piece of shit. It was like, man, I'm glad that that happened so I could share this. <laughs> Out of all the bugs, this is the preferred one. Yes. And it, it only happened once, work. but it was like, it was like, I I think the game is trying to like show me how crazy it can get oh my god <laughs> we need to do that we should have the buggy awards yeah, where the buggy we, uh, i was award, just trying to give awards like, to the best i may have experienced recently that uh that would go on that list uh i can't i, I can't think of anything off the top of my head I've was only there something had in one, elden ring that you remember i've had Jesse? one that just i had one only one so far that has happened in elden ring and it was uh it was just an area where um objects came together and it was like in a way that there wasn't a landing spot where it was just like the perfect spot i've only found one of them but where i'm hop i was running from uh an enemy and i hopped over a rock and it kind of slid down into an area where three rocks connect oh and yep, yep i got in this. that perfect loop i had of this like, once too yeah it's like, it's like you're falling you, you, and you're falling you and you're falling <laughs> yeah you you reach terminal velocity by just sitting there like yeah. falling in place because uh, your feet can't find contact with the ground because you're like wedged between objects. I got stuck on a root, and it it gave me that like I started falling in place. And then when you hit yep. the ground, you're dead. So because mm. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. it's like it like works itself out, and then it's like boom, instant death. Yeah, so. and the weird part is like you're not actually falling. Like I was on the ground the entirety yeah. of the time, but yeah. you just you're... fucking implode. <laughs> Yeah, that oh, has happened man. once, but, you know, this game is pretty polished. And I, I honestly do not really – I mean, there were probably a couple bugs in uh, – like, the only real bugs that I recall from Horizon Forbidden West is they don't do a very good job. They'll allow you to talk to multiple, uh, like, voice option people in the game, which I guess is, like – the perfect example that I had was I was talking to an NPC that, like – like, like we were going to do a quest like i talked to them and he's going to follow me to this location and it also happened to be at a location that i need to be in anyways so it like triggered a double event where like somebody is radioing oh. in and talking to me because i'm in this location two conversations and it, at once <laughs> exactly but i'm also <laughs> getting two streams of aloy's voice so oh, it's no. like there are two full it was two full-length conversations happening on top of each other and i was like well this isn't helping anybody <laughs> oh man so but outside of that like i mean that game was pretty fucking polished I've oh, uh, I've been experiencing some bugs in uh, Total War Warhammer Three, um, and it's kind of the reason I've kind of not shelved it, but like I'm just kind of waiting. It's it, it's it's a little undercooked, uh, but uh, one of the the most egregious one is uh, the cavalry bug, where your cavalry will charge in, hit the enemy formation, and then stop, and then they just <laughs> they just they hit the enemies, and then they just stop doing anything. They just sit there. And As then the enemy, the, then the enemies just get right up and then just m maul them to death, uh, and it's basically just ruined cavalry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're fixing that at this point, but ooh, that uh, that game's a little, little, little spicy, little spicy at launch. 
a little overdone, uh, a little underdone. Underdone, yeah. I'm waiting for that Immortal Empires to the combined map of all factions from all games, the the ultimate finale, the super game, the 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 Warhammer Fantasy Universe super game that's going to be coming out soon. That Warhammer Three is a promise for, and uh, really. Oh yeah, like that was always the goal. It was always combine all the maps. Uh, Mortal Empires for War- Total War Warhammer Two is really, I mean, that's what I spent almost all my time playing. So that was a DLC essentially, that or like a patch that they added after the official launch of yep. two. Yep. So yeah, oh, one so came that, out. That, and then that's two. not in three right now nope. yet. No, but it will three be. Just has its base campaign, the demon invasions. Uh, oh my god. So okay. Um, yeah, once three gets its immortal empires that will be i think every faction from warhammer fantasy because all the dlc from warhammer total war warhammer one through three so every single ds dlc faction it will be playable on the the grand campaign map okay and i've got i've got a warhammer question sure i love that can so the tabletop version Mm -hmm. of warhammer can there's, uh there's like three variants of it essentially is there any variant that is compatible with like where we could fight like uh space marines versus <laughs> actual warhammer units can Wait. you mix the genres uh like fantasy and 40k yeah yeah uh... <laughs> Um, well, I guess 40k does have some worlds that are similar to fantasy, just not, uh, like, like, um, the, the, the galactic imperium of man spreads across the entire galaxy and there are parts of it that haven't really heard from the human empire in like 20,000 years or so, um, or at least since the Horus heresy. So 10,000 years. Um, so there are areas that are, have like reverted back to medieval, uh, like, feudal style um so there'll be like a space marine landing on a planet of people all who all have swords uh kind of deal um or like you know there's all sorts of things you could you could kind of throw in there and there are uh most races in the fantasy games are represented in 40k in some capacity because a lot like of, the orc the orc boys oh yeah orcs orcs like are that. huge orcs are huge in yeah. 40k they're one of the biggest threats to the empire for sure because i know you have like a bunch of 40k minis mm-hmm. that you've been putting together yeah i got some and i was Skitari, like some, what if like some time love to put some warhammer fantasy minis together and i was like wonder if derek and i could yeah battle <laughs> i'm sure i might get showdown. fucked if you roll up and just like fucking napalm me or some shit yeah. adeptus but... mechanicus uh, unleash the the what's it called exterminatus <laughs> the nuke nuke your planet um but uh i mean so there's three variants really there's 40k which is you know space marines space orcs chaos space marines fucking tau eldar all that shit that you know then there's warhammer fantasy which is everything that's in the total war warhammer games and that's like the old school the classic like these are orcs uh, mm-hmm. orc boys and uh here's the fort dwarves by the hammer of sigmar and uh vampires and wood elves and dark elves and, and high elves and uh all that shit then there's age of sigmar which is 
the new universe that comes after the end times of the fantasy universe that a lot of people generally disliked lore-wise. Uh, and I kind of, I mean, I stand with that kind of opinion myself. I don't think Age of Sigmar is cool. I think the end times were a mistake. And I think Total War Warhammer proves that the Warhammer fantasy realm is way richer than Games Workshop was giving it credit for. I think they just got lazy and wanted to wipe the slate clean. Um, so they did. Like, the end times event happened in Warhammer fantasy. And it ended the world. Chaos won. And then they there's this dumb story about how a dragon-led Sigmar, the one cool guy, the one savior man, which isn't really... <sighs> In, in yeah. Warhammer Fantasy, Sigmar is like an ancient legend that all the human empire is kind of based around. And in Age of yeah. Sigmar, he's literally like God. He's basically the immortal em- emperor, uh, just like 40K. And what he does is he imbues all of his uh, warriors with... Uh, they call, they're called Storm... Storm... Front... Close. Eternals? Uh, it basically turns them into fucking space marines. So, like, what's the point? So, I don't know. I, I think also they, 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 they change all the names to be like more copyright friendly in Age of Sigmar. So instead of orcs, they're uruks. And instead of dwarves, they're like firekin or something. <laughs> they're dwarves. Uh, it's yeah. fucking dumb because just call them elves, just call them dwarves, call them vampires. We know, we love that shit. Don't, you don't need to make up your own names for things. This isn't Warframe. This isn't, like, you're not making a twisted, cool, weird future. You're making just another fantasy thing that's just slightly more space marine-y. But my biggest issue with Age of Sigmar is that there's no bounding box on, like, the world. There's, like, in Warhammer Fantasy, it's the Warhammer world. And you see it, you recognize it. It's actually very similar to Earth. So there's, like, a lot of, uh, I don't know, the stakes feel grounded in that world whereas in age of sigmar it is like the eight realms and each of them a vast expanse based on one or two elements and it's like so generalized and wide that nothing feels grounded at all it might and Hmm. and no force feels like it make it mad like everything feels equally impossibly strong and maybe like that's some people's fantasy like but for me, I like I like it when there's like, you know, dirt there. I like it when there's like you can measure how many towns you are away from the enemy, and they're gonna, you know, if they take a, a particular town or, or a region, that's that has an impact. In Age of Sigmar, it's not. It, there's no, I don't even know what the maps are like because it's just infinite elemental realms and infinite massive armies. It's like let's take nine infinite unstoppable armies and just have them fight each other forever for no reason um Hmm. i don't know sounds like my kind of party it's the 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 miniatures for age of sigmar are cool as fuck they look so awesome so you know what i might be down to play it but the warhammer fantasy is just so why oh how do they look cool what's cool about them uh the level of detail okay sorry sorry so instead of just a normal dwarf Imagine a dwarf where his hair is fire, you know, Okay. Uh, and he has a huge axe and there's a whole race of them, of fire dwarfs. Uh, if there's, you know, instead of just an Eldar elf, imagine like a half tree, half elf spirit monster. Uh, 
instead of just monster an orc. or or not monster like actual uh, monster or, or like like ethereal uh magic beings um instead of fucking normal warriors uh human warriors imagine basically space marines but with swords um like and instead of like weapons and guns it's just medieval shit but they're still like huge and bulked up with armor like yeah space i'm yeah. looking at the minis right now and Storm this is fucking Eternals. wild i'm looking at thankful the bone ripper which <sighs> thank he... <sighs> oh my god he's like a four a rat, armed right? rat giant so, so the, thing that's the other thing that, that kind of pisses Mega me off Man about Age of on each hand <laughs> thankful is a character from warhammer fantasy most, if not all, of the heroes in Age of Sigmar are, like, immortal, endless versions of characters that already exist in Warhammer Fantasy. But in Warhammer Fantasy, they're grounded beings, like, within the space. They feel like... Uh, like, Thanquil is a gracier for uh, the Skaven. And he was, like, one of the... He came to power... Um, and he has a whole tale there. But in Age of Sigmar, he's more like a deity. So he's just completely unrelatable. Um, I don't know. And they did that with all of them. Like with every freaking hero uh, from Warhammer Fantasy. Even the ones that died during the end times. Actually, all of them died during the end times. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. It You can tell. It makes me upset. Just because... <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you sound it's passionate. Such a, <laughs> it's such a diarrhea splat. Like on, this, on the entire franchise. Like... To, to set up these characters, long stories, like a, a thousand characters, all with, you know, deep lore, their own spaces in the world that you can kind of wrap your head around the sphere of their influence. And then just saying, oh, they're all gods now. And they all have their own factions of, of got basically like super creatures of whatever's here. And they all fight. That's Warhammer. It's like they wanted to make fantasy more like 40k. They wanted to just bulk everyone up and make everyone super powered, like in 40k, like how Necrons are basically godly, and you know a Space Marine could take on an army by himself, kind of thing. But like, mm-hmm. it's just that completely removes the the man on the boots on the ground, like human perspective that you can get in fantasy. Like in fantasy, there are just guys with like a sword. Like there aren't just guys with a sword in Age of Sigmar. Everything is like a god, and that. Uh, that just bothers me, but on the other hand, so it does it make just, for some cool models. Is it just fewer like crazy characters? Then it's not. It just doesn't have the. the no, they, they army still have. They're still armies. They're still armies, but they all just feel very like overpowered. Like, uh, what is the word? Uh, uh, flanderized, I think, is the word. Like the term like where like dooski. <laughs> diddly do. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you take one characteristic them all. of something. <laughs> You take one characteristic of something and then you blow that one characteristic out as far as it can go um, so, to, so that it becomes iconic for that character and it becomes the only thing they can really represent. Like Thankwell, for example. He has three arms and they're all guns in Age of Sigmar. <laughs> uh, or actually he rides on top of a three gun-armed rat beast, uh, I guess. And he is basically uh, the horned rat god. But in, in Warhammer Fantasy, he is he has his own machinations. He's trying to get uh, he's trying to survive the Council of Fourteen, trying to uh, manipulate things behind the scenes. He's not just like a godly figure, like and they do that with everyone. Assyrian, fucking uh, Malekith, 
Malekith somehow fucking survives the end times and comes back as some super dark elf lord man uh fucking ah it makes me angry the only there's only four beings in warhammer that that should have that kind of power and their names are nurgle jesus oh (laughs) zinch and corn because they are the chaos gods and they are whoo that's kind of kind of winding rewinding back from my Warhammer rant about Age of Sigmar, coming back to, to, to Total War Warhammer Three, <laughs> that is something that this that the game does really well uh, is make these the four Chaos Gods feel larger than life and impossibly powerful. And I cannot wait to play other factions and go up against them. Uh, yeah, right now there's not many good factions in Total War Warhammer Three. It's just uh, Kislev and Cathay, really, which is basically Russia and uh, China, uh, if you want to put it like into real world, real world perspective, um, and maybe that's—I mean—that's probably why they went with Age of Sigmar. They just wanted to have something, a brand more their own, because Warhammer Fantasy, a lot of it is based on like, uh, it's based on us. It's based on Earth. Um, it's like, what if Earth got invaded by chaos in 10,000 BC, basically, um, mm-hmm. and the whole You're world like is didn't. a warped version. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world is a warped version of Earth, so like you can kind of know where things are generally uh, just by uh, you know glancing around the world. Like Europe is essentially where the empire is. Uh, you know, down in essentially Africa, there are the there is the um, the Tomb Kings Empire of, of like pharaohs and shit. Um, far to the east, you have Cathay, which is literally just China. Um, but like their emperor turns into a dragon and their units have like a yin yang uh uh system where like you want to keep yin (laughs) some units next to the yang units so that they empower each other with balance like you're constantly like even during combat you're trying to keep your units near each other so that they uh have harmony because there's like a plus yin plus yang to each character uh type it's it's really weird micro really wild uh play style and beyond that, they are all, like Cathay, uh, the the faction I've been playing recently. Actually, they have this whole uh, trading uh, mini, not mini game, but like system layer on, on top of them, where like it's essentially the Silk Road. You're you're sending caravans out to different places, and they have it's like or little Oregon Trail uh, uh, things between turns. Oh, that sounds uh, fun. It is. It is so yeah, cool. That sounds neat. Do you have to stop and get bullets so that you can make sure that you can uh, fire when you go hunting? <laughs> no, uh, it's more like you have to stop and get bullets so you can make sure to uh, fight off. You can fight off the ogres who are trying to. Was that you. an Oregon Trail reference? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I heard that there. There's a new one in development, or that just came out. God, imagine is... a, an Oregon Trail with like Red Dead graphics. Which Dude. is just. It's just more. It just has a better representation of what it was really like for. <laughs> you have to start eating your own cabin like indi- mates and the indigenous people and. Uh oh! Five like, minutes have gone yeah. by. You have to shit now. <laughs> get get back out there. You, and you can dysentery. still die of dysentery. You, you you definitely have dysentery. So you're just constantly like, if a Always realistic version. You have to like constantly have like a bottle of water, like a a, a, a pouch of water with you, so you don't dehydrate from dysentery. And then mm-hmm. you just you spend half your gameplay time just shitting in a ditch, um, trying to not die, and then it's I mean, always futile. I'd love a game tracks. like that. 
that tracks. I mean, I understand it. Oh, or just imagine it like this. Like, there's a lot of games that you get po- more powerful as you go. But imagine a game where you start powerful and then everything that happens wears you down uh, until you get to the promised land of Oregon. Like, if you had just a, a caravan of you and maybe four friends or something, uh, you know, heading down a, a, a trail, that sounds pretty cool. You want to ford the river? That sounds pretty I cool. Mean, I'd be really I'm into this. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I'll never Oregon Trail again. A anyway. multiplayer. They just anyway, were. Didn't they War literally the conversation? Three. No, yeah. but is it multiplayer? Or is it just like a newer Oregon Trail? It's an. It's, it's called the Oregon Trail this time. Or I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I It's funny. I actually heard about it on NPR. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it's not a crime to be in the know. Because it it was in a the developer put an amazing amount of resources and time into doing historical research and talking to different uh, Native American tribe leaders wow. and like trying to get the most like fair like I'm waiting representation for in the game. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. That, that is yeah. Good. I can't wait for the DLC of the Donner Party. That is where it's really going to be at. <laughs> I know you love that. I know you love that. <laughs> I've always been very into the Donner Party. Well, I'm very really? Oh. Yeah. Jesse, no, I actually I... went to Donner Pass. Did and you really? went to the Donner uh, Party Museum and checked it out and they stuff. Taste yeah. Testing. Isn't one of the one of the surviving women actually were there any survivors of the Donner Party? Yeah, I I can't remember. That's how their story I mean, got there out. Was, yeah, yeah, there was a there was a woman who survived, and she became famous for making the lady finger sandwich afterwards. God. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's talk speed painting, because Brad and I got together last uh, Saturday and did a a little painting sesh on mm-hmm. some. Speaking of figures and figure printing, Brad has been producing. Uh, mm-hmm. is probably the best word uh, I could I could put like a, a, a whole In line mass. of products. <laughs> he has <laughs> a warehouse of, of of plastic that he brought over to my house. Um, yeah, just covered my shelves with with unpainted miniatures, uh, and uh, he showed me the wonders of speed paint. Holy shit! I couldn't it's, believe it's it. It's not a paint. It's not a wash. It's speed paint. It's it's like the new hotness. Uh, it, so so, do you know anything about like the history of this, Brad? Is this brand new? Because it seems to be like yeah, selling out at a lot yeah. of places. Uh, well, a like, lot of, like our, for new tutorials for it as well. Yeah. So like mini miniatures and like mini painting has been like growing as a market over the past couple of years, and Games Workshop uh, has like had like the biggest share of the market Mm -hmm. just because of their popularity with warhammer and they have their own line of paints and like the citadel line yeah has been like the top quality like premium paint they're Mm -hmm. like almost ten dollars a piece depending on what line you're getting yeah you like so like everything it's a bundle otherwise it's super pricey yeah so army painter is also a hobbyist line of paint and they make premium paints they don't charge like the same prices as citadel 
and they're they they just released a new formula that called the speed paint which is it's not like exactly comparable to contrast paints um but it's definitely trying to hit that market of being like hey look at what you can do with our paints could you describe contrast Um, paints for the viewers at home yeah so contrast paint is like uh uh it's like a thinner based acrylic that um finds the deep parts of your detail in the model and just lets the paint sit there because it's thinner it 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 puts more pigment down there and it gives you like shading and color all in one stroke essentially without having to like put your base color down and then come back and do highlights and shadows yeah because that that extra paint sits in those pools and then creates that great those beautiful gradients of like shading uh just like right on those edges of any deep pockets of of uh on, on the figures so yeah what you get is something that looks just so oh it's so nice and this speed paint does it, it yeah like it makes it glow it is unbelievable um i made a blue bear last week and it blew my mind like constantly uh and then i just kept painting it i kind of ruined it but still like <laughs> initially that first coat you were like wow this thing looks so good i better just keep going and it, yeah, it is fun it's like okay yeah so to that exactly what you're talking about with the bear process you went through of just like keep putting paint on the one downside about speed paint is what it looks in the bo- like in the bottle is not what it's going to look like no. on the model because there's such a wide range of contrast you get it's all transparent paint. Yeah. And it's meant to be painted on white. Um, but when you use a when you paint it on a gradient of like black to white, you get like this really awesome dramatic shading effect. Yeah. Um and if it's so, on white, it like literally looks like it's glowing. Like it, it's so cool. And yeah. then when it's on black, it's like high definition HDR <laughs> figures. Like Brad is making like he he's also pumping out paint painted figures faster than I've ever seen. Like in the time it took me to fuck up this bear, he painted three <laughs> uh, dudes all with distinct looks and uh, colors, uh, and just fantastic. I couldn't believe it actually. Like it was. So I quick. love them. I love them. The name is rings true. I mean. I am printing a lot of minis, and right now I have 20 on the back burner. On my shelf? Oh. <laughs> no. I, I'm looking at them right now. I, I, I got 20 together, and I brought them into work, and I gave them a nice coat of flat black pri- primer, and they're ready to go. Um, the same day I brought them home, I, put, I took four. I dry brushed them with some white. To give them a nice like uh, edge highlights and just like good lighting on the black primer. What do you use for dry brush? Uh, I they... use Army Painters Masterclass dry brush okay. set. I it was like use twenty dollars. Like brushes. Yeah, well. so those are really good um, because you can move your brush in any direction, um, and you it your bristles won't flare out like yeah. it's a design like a makeup brush 
Um, yeah, I finally have my my Mina guard set up and my my painting station ready to go. I just need a I need a better palette now, because um, that wet palette you're using, that's fucking cool. Or that like was that? It's like a pad down on a on a on like a tray. It's like a, yeah. pa- a paper pad on a on a wet tray. Is it wet? Like yeah. So, oh, uh, you can get a wet palette which yeah, is just like a little tray that has like a sponge that you can put your paints on it's not it absorbs water but not your paints too much so it keeps your paints uh usable for longer melts in your mouth it, not in your hands yeah and also for someone who doesn't like to lick their brush it's a way you can like <laughs> clean yeah i see all these mini painters like licking their brush licking like, their brushes yes really? that's madness like you Aren't yeah, there heavy metals a, in that paint? Only, like in metallics, yeah. The, everybody does say, like, don't lick your metallic paints. But <laughs> regular pigments are apparently okay. That's what they say specifically. <laughs> sure. They say, feel free to lick the regular pigments, but don't lick <laughs> just, the metallic. Drink, yeah. I just drink the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I make my own version of the wet palette. I just take... I have a small baking tray like that you would put, do a small batch of brownies in or whatever. <laughs> and I take paper towel and i fold it in half to double it up and i fill the bottom with water dump all the water out and the paper towels just like a sponge and i put uh parchment paper down on top of it and it sticks to it it keeps my paints moist and it allows me to dry my brush and get excess paint off on the wet paper towel yeah i feel like i got a good workflow going yeah um, for sure speed like paints. definitely I can, yeah, like, while, when I get home from work, like, I can just dry brush some four minis real quick. It takes about 20 minutes. Then I'll get dinner going, and then when, after dinner, I'll come back and I'll paint four minis in, like, an hour. (laughs) And be like, okay. So that means I can get, like, 20 20 minis ready for, like, an epic D&D encounter. That's insane. just during the week and then on the weekend we can play it's just like Damn. gonna That's, be so yeah, cool incredible. churn them out churn them out wow churn them out churn them out I'm just building, like we did this I'm episode building s- scatter terrain and buildings right now i saw and that i saw that rooftop in there and i was like what what is because wait i saw the vertical images first and then mm-hmm. uh i then i saw afterwards when it was pulled out and i was like oh i like the holes <laughs> on the roof too is that it, are there like pegs that you can put in there to like connect the uh pieces to the room there's going to be i mod like that's another fun thing is like i modified the file like i i put those hole those peg holes there so i could reuse this piece um in different different encounters and just have the option to add like different banners to it to kind oh, of make it not seem as um repetitive to mm. you know yeah they're like i've seen that roof before but then they see the <laughs> banner and they're like well, wait a minute <laughs> that's so cool though that you could just basically get in there and like edit make edits to things before you I, absolutely like build, a, build yeah. your own toys basically that's so cool yeah that's what, i know that's why i'm like man if i ever got to the point where i'm because i definitely get on kicks where i'm like and I wish I had cool action figures. And then you go to look, and it's like that'll you know be three hundred dollars, please. Exactly. Here's here's three hundred dollars for uh, a Link a action figure with like four points of articulation. Yeah. And I'm like, 
eh, yeah. you know, I probably could. I, you, I'm like, you know, what, we'll just invest in one of these instead. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm definitely getting my money's worth. <laughs> definitely, dude. Hell yeah. At the cost of, of minifigs alone, you've probably already made back a considerable amount of that. Yeah, investment. I saw that Games Workshop was selling a pack of five kobolds for like $35. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's and I'm like, look, are you kidding me? <laughs> I I I could for thirty five dollars, I could, could I could make a hundred minis. <laughs> you could print all of Jangle a uh, Jasper Load Mine. <laughs> <laughs> I could. <laughs> oh jeez, it's so exciting though. That's that's just amazing. It, it, it's 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 awesome how how accessible and uh, like. How you can you you just you just jumped in and I mean you had previous 3D knowledge but like to be able yeah. to just hop in and and start printing out like these figures a lot of them look better than what you get at a hobby shop it's yeah. insane um, so yeah that's whew, that's just incredible uh, crack the code speaking of cracking the code thanks so much for listening thanks to Kyle Lancer for the intro outro music we'll be back in two weeks with more games. And uh, more on, er, more on, and more Earth, and more, uh, you know, all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Moron. And moron. But crack the code, Jesse. Uh, Go. I. Uh, it's the Da Vinci Code. Um, I saw the movie. First thing you need to do is you need to find um, um, Tom Hanks. He Wax is. Cylinder. He is a wax cylinder, um, but he's the one who, honestly, in reality, if you just find Tom Hanks, he'll do all the work for you. Most people think that you have to actually crack the code. No, the code is just find Tom Hanks. If you find him, he'll he'll solve the rest of it for you. It's pretty simple. I don't understand why people had such a hard time reading the book. 